Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hey filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show. Uh, Today is actually the final part in the four-part series where independent film producer Tom Malloy has been reaching out to us, giving us updates while he was on production of his of his most current film. You know, and what makes this special, I think, is you know it's one thing uh, to take a filmmaking course taught by somebody that's never actually made a movie. It's another thing to take a filmmaking course taught by somebody that's that's a working filmmaker. Uh, which Tom Malloy is, and that's one of the biggest values he brings uh, to everything he shares. But the other part of this is, you know, it, it's really cool that Tom would take time out of his busy schedule while he's on set on, a, on his latest production to share, um, frankly, how he's feeling in nearly real time. And I, I think that's a really unique perspective. So, you know, if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time, uh, definitely check out the four-part series and Tom and I have been working together for years and years and years, and, and he's just such a good guy, and I'm, I'm really honored uh, that he's come by to share this experience with you. Um, so I guess, you know, without further ado, uh, Tom, I, I thank you. I, I know you just wrapped production, uh, so uh, we're especially grateful, you know, f- that you're taking time out of your busy schedule to share with us today. Uh, thanks, thanks for coming by. Thank you, Jason. Well, yes, uh, it's over with the filming ended. Uh, the other day and, uh, you know, went into the morning. <laughs> There's always um, some type of depression, I guess, that goes with finishing a movie. And and everyone that has made a movie kind of feels it because you are so intensely close to all these people for a period of time. You know, for us, it was three weeks. You know, it might be two months for some people. It might be two weeks. It might be whatever. But you are in this environment that's just you're around them all the time you see them every morning you're involved with them you're spending long hours during the day you got stress intensity all that stuff and then suddenly it disperses and it's just something that i've seen happen over and over again this is my 17th film produced and there's a sadness there somewhat you know it's like then suddenly all these people that you're spending all this time with just go away and they all fly home, especially when you're on location somewhere. Everybody just flies home and they disperse. And then it's like, oh, all these people that I was seeing every single day that all know my name. And, you know, we all have a, you have little relationships with, you know, they may, you may not love everybody. There might be some people that rub you the wrong way or whatever. But then there's always people that you just love that you're confidants and on set and, you, you know, you had the greatest relationship with. And it's gone. And, you know, it's an interesting thing. And that's why you know when you move into post production and you're just you've got the editor and maybe the assistant editor and then the director working on this project and then you're bringing in different people down the line sound mixer and composer and color correctionist all these things down the line um it's not the same you know it's production is the excitement is the crack high so to speak of filmmaking um everything else after that is very much contained and 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 I'll say the things before that you know all the people that were on set they didn't see the uh, the the development process you know just you just pick people up along the way I wrote this script about three years ago 
and tried to get it going pre-COVID and actually had some really good momentum pre-COVID and then COVID hit and it all went on hold. And um, the new people involved started being involved about six months ago. So there was that time of just, you know, taking meetings and trying to meet people and trying to put a team together, trying to get the financing going. And then getting the financing, you know, through the the pitching and, and going to the right places and being in the right spots and signing contracts and things like that. Then you start to hire the ancillary, you know, like the, not the ancillary, but the first people, um, the initial people, I guess was the word I was looking for, the in, initial people, you know, like the line producer. And uh, then you start, then then you have a small team of just the financiers and, and the, you as a producer and then the line producer. And then it's like you start to hire department heads and you hire the, your AD, you know, uh, the director hires the AD. I happen to be the director of this film, so I hired the AD as well. And then uh, your locations manager and your production designer and your DP. And so then all those people hire their departments underneath them. And, you know, and, and it, it, the buck stops at the producers. But a lot of times we give them the freedom to hire their departments. And that's why, by the way, you know, when I'm doing a movie, I'll get reach outs from friends that will just, hey, can I um, work on your movie? Or, you know, my son wants to be in, in the camera department. Can you do it? And I'm like, I don't hire those people like that. That's way down the line. I've hired the department heads and then they've hired people under them and then they hire the people under them. So it's, um, you know, a lot of those times I'm removed from those specific things. I'll say, yes, oh my God, let me put you in touch with those people. But it's, I, I love to give people their freedom, especially when you trust your uh, keys and in this case, my DP and line producer, these were all really trusted guys that I thought were uh, aces. So, but anyway, so I don't know where specifically I was going, Jason, here was this, that there's a depression when you're, you're finished with a movie. And I'm almost always have gotten sick. Now this one, though my voice sounds a little hoarse, I don't believe I'm sick. It's just the, um, you know, the hours and losing my voice and the party afterwards the rap party which I do believe is key you have to have a rap party you have to kind of have finish it and of course that was nuts <laughs> but um you know and I think one of the main reasons I wasn't sick on this one is uh is because of masks and the COVID protocols but you know truly I don't think it would I'd get sick after I did every movie because of you know exposure to viruses I think it was more about you're just stressing your body I definitely am tired um, which I'm sure you can hear that part, at least in my voice, um, because you just push yourself through the, the film. You, you drag it over the finish line many times. I mean, I'm telling you, it's, I don't believe I've done any film where I've just, you know, coasted through the film. And, you know, it was it, it, from a producer perspective. I've done them as an actor where I've come in, done my job and then left. It was easy being done. But uh, from a producer perspective, you are truly pulling that film over the finish line. And, uh, by the end, it's just, there's that kind of, well, th this whole party that you put together is now dispersed. Funny enough, this this is the reason that you'll run into somebody three years later at a bar, you know, and it's a crew person that you worked on a movie with, and you'll be like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, and you run and you give that person a hug. It's because you fought this war with them. You got through this movie that was, you know, the only thing I could equate it to somebody outside the movie business is if you've ever planned a wedding. And I say, you, you ever plan a wedding? You know how tough that was? I go, okay, duplicate that for 20 days in a row. <laughs> that's basically what it was. You know, that's, that's producing a movie is, is, is producing a wedding every single day um, for 20 whatever days or shooting, you know. So, um, yeah, no, I, the, I guess the lesson here is to 
the best antidote for that depression is to start thinking about next projects. You know, with this film, now I have to start focusing on the post-production and all that stuff. But, you know, I already have projects lined up for the rest of the year. And it's like, you have to do that. You have to keep in it because you're going to go and you're going to direct your film or you're produce your film. And then afterwards, you're going to say, oh, man, I miss it. I miss that feeling. And the only antidote to that feeling is to get more films going. So um, always, always have a game plan for the future. You know, if somebody was to ask me right now, well, you just just did this movie. What do you got coming up? And I'm like, well, I don't know. You know, that's not a good answer (laughs) because there's opportunity there because you've just produced a film or directed a film or whatever you just have success of doing that that is a great time to strike while the iron is hot and try to get another project going i'll turn it back over to you jason and thank you for following this um, path of making the movie ask me to dance and uh, i really appreciate you having me on several times and uh, hopefully people got some lessons from it actually tom thank you Uh, for those of you that will listen to all four parts of this series You know that Tom didn't just finance the film and he didn't just produce the film, but he also acted in the film and he also directed the film. So, Tom, for you to take time out of your busy schedule to share, you know, information as it's happening straight from your movie set, uh, thank you. Uh, And I speak for all of the listeners here. Um, For those of you that, you know, enjoyed this series and, and you like what Tom Malloy has to say, and you want to learn more, uh, Tom actually put together a multi-part video series called the Filmmaker Action Pack. It provides Tom Malloy's philosophy on a script-to-screen overview of his entire filmmaking process, and it's worthwhile uh, if you're looking for that type of information. Uh, The other thing about it, too, is we created it in such a way that it's incredibly affordable. Uh, In fact, the investment's about the same that you would pay for two lattes at a fancy coffee shop. So if that's of interest to you, uh, head on over to makeyourmovienow.com. And once again, makeyourmovienow.com. The last thing I'll say, you know, again, uh, making a motion picture, you know, putting one foot in front of the other. Uh, sometimes the big goal can feel incredibly daunting and overwhelming. You just got to break it down. Uh, break it down into two-week chunks. What one thing can you do over the next two weeks that'll give you, um, that'll get you closer and closer Uh, to your filmmaking goals. So just think of it that way. Anyway, if you need anything else, uh, you know where to find us. Take care. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.